The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. All right, underway we are. 606 News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Ferb. Time now for a little bit of an abbreviated edition of uh, John Arnold's program. And, John, first of all, nice to have you back with us. Hi, John. Ron, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. I got a copy on you, John. I want to talk to you a little bit here, just to, in the beginning. We're, we're through what? We've had one, two or three educational workshops so far, John. Where are we on that? <clears throat> we, are, uh, we are heading into the last one, number four, which will be August 30th. So we've had three uh, jam-packed uh, educational workshops so far, and uh, they've been really awesome because the people really enjoyed them, they food, and we obviously really enjoyed, to meet, enjoyed meeting the people, and we felt like we were getting some back. Is have you noticed? Are the questions similar? Is the trend similar? I want you to talk a little bit about all three of the seminars and what the common denominators are, or perhaps the uncommon denominators. Well, surprisingly, when I initially um, did these workshops to attract uh, General Motors folks who just got the rug, you know, slipped out from under them, but out of the twenty or thirty people that come, only four or five of the people are from General Motors. So we we, we target. And I'm going to answer your question with this very long answer. So um, it's, it's how to reduce your health care costs by just moving some chess pieces around in your financial plan with really not any more money out of your pocket. And I, I thought, to tell you the truth, that that was going to be the number one uh, attractor, the number one um, thing that everybody came to. It, it, it really seemed to be old hat. What, what people are really excited about one of, of those four topics that I offer is the Medicaid, to, how to avoid the Medicaid spend down. Everybody seems to be crazy about, like, how do I avoid losing my estate to Medicaid to pay for a nursing home? And we're teaching people about that and how to do that creatively and how to do it on the cheap. And to tell you the truth, we, we, the presentation part of that is about 15 minutes, and we end up spending another 20 minutes answering questions thereafter because people are really, really interested in that subject. Isn't that, though, uh, basically, if you have anything, people's number one fear to say, okay, they worked all their life, they have all of this. If somebody does get sick and does go in a nursing home, it can be gone in the blink of an eye, and there's nothing left for for their kids or anything like that. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that that's their number one concern. You, you, did you also talk about the uh, Pacific Life Plan that you guys offer? Because I think that's a game changer. It is. We, we, well, we didn't box ourselves in the Pacific. I, I love using Pacific Life because of the strength of the company, but we have various carriers that, that sometimes are less expensive or more. So we kind of shotgun it in whoever comes in the less expensive for the best, pre- or for the best benefits going to get the job done or get the business. But yeah, so the, in relation to your question, yeah, we talk about, uh, what's called our live die quit policies to where people get their money back 100% of it at any one time with no, surrender charges or administrative charges or any kind of nonsense. Someone puts in, say, 70 grand, and seven years from now they want 70 grand back, well, here it is. If they die and don't use it, and let's say they put 100 grand in, 
and 20 years from now they pass away and they never used it, we're probably going to give them 104 to $108,000 back to their beneficiaries tax-free. And then, of course, they, we, do, we talk about, you know, designing it for if they actually need it. You know, we get a benefit of $3,500 to $4,500 a month. Combine that with Social Security and maybe another uh, set of investments they have, kick them out an interest check. We should be able to cover the Medicaid expense, or excuse me, the, the expense of the long-term care facility and protect the estate, which is ultimately our goal. It's not a one-size-fits-all, and it's definitely not a, a plan that's just going to get, you know, pay the nursing home $10,000 a month with their eyes closed and, and see you later. It's not one of those. So we're, we're getting creative to find out how can we work within the, uh, not the rules, but the grid that, that, applies to normal folks. You know, people making sixty to hundred and twenty grand a year joint combined income that all they want to do is pass the estate, which is their house and cars and their savings on to their kids they work so hard for without breaking the bank. And when we do that, it's it's fair, it's reasonable, and it's creative. And uh to tell you the truth, I'm really proud to present it. Do you do you get a lot of questions from people whether or not they should have term insurance or whole life insurance as well? I don't. Um, that probably runs across my desk, um, not in a seminar format, but maybe 10 times a year. Uh, just sitting across the desk on a financial plan, and my answer is always term insurance. Now, if you want to, um, <clears throat> if you want to pass on your state or or make your state larger without the cost of whole life, I always recommend universal life. And I have a, I had a buddy um, who's really intelligent. He listens to this program. His name's Chris. Uh, he introduced me to an actual hybrid um, universal life called a uh, universal, um, excuse me, universal life indexed uh, life insurance policy to where it's actually connected to an index in addition to the interest rate. So inter- uh, how that relates to what we're talking about is, um, one, it definitely nullifies the need for whole life. Two, if you don't want to put money into a term policy and after the term's over, I have nothing to show for it. Uh, you can get around it by using this. And three, it's a way to it's a way to put money into something, get a tax free return, and take it out tax free. With you know, with a guaranteed interest rate of four or five percent, which is unheard of. So, it, it it's very it's a great it's a very creative solution, a, a way to avoid whole life. Um, and that's that. I know it's a very long answer to your question, but I rarely get that question. But more more importantly, what happens is we become a needs analysis financial advisor, which means somebody comes into me and they need X amount, they, need, they have this much in the budget to spend for insurance, and they, they want to accomplish these many things, we got a, we got a bunch of um, ammunition to, to throw at them and, and see what best fits their budget and hopefully, uh, you know, basically fills their objectives as well. All right, so the last educational get-together is when? This coming Thursday? No. No, it is not. Uh, we wanted to give it a little breather. So it is um, August, excuse me, August 30th. I can't believe we're getting there so fast. August 30th, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> which is a Thursday night. It's going to be a typical new country club, which does a fantastic job. Um, 5.30, the appetizers and the, the drinks start. 6 o'clock area, we, we kick off the presentation. We try to get everybody out of there at 7, 7.30. This last one ran a little bit longer. It was a really crowded, it was a packed house that night, and we had, honestly, we had a lot of questions. We had a lot of folks that had a lot of important questions, and we took time answering those. But you can plan to be there between 5.30 to 7.30, get some food and, and um, drinks, and get some free education on something that should be very important to you. 
do you find most people after after these type of get-togethers follow through, John, on the advice? Uh, say, you know, I never thought of that, or that's those are good ideas. Well, let me give you a, the answer to that question is like a ratio. So I would say three out of ten people that come actually follow through with us. I don't know. you got to remember, a lot of people are there just to test the waters of their other financial advisor. They want to make sure that the other financial advisor is you know, up on, on the up and up or, or you know, basically keep me keeping them honest. A lot of times what happens is we do the, we do the presentation and they go and take our presentation and our, our, um, our skills and they say, and our idea, and they go to their people they're already with and say, do this for me. And, of course, as a good businessman, those people will do it for them. But that's just the cost of doing business. So I'm going to say one-third of the people are going to fall through with us. One-third of the people are going to go to their own person. And the other third, to be honest with you, are plate lickers. So um, you know, the plate lickers are people who make it, they make it their job in life to, you know, come for free food and, you know, sit through a two-hour presentation and go home. I, that, to me, is bewildering. But that's, like I said, that's the cost of doing business. And every once in a while, you get to meet a real nice person that does that, and, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean I I can't even I, I folks I can tell you I'm kind of stunned by that because it's like it, really <laughs> I mean God that seems kind of kind kind of rude. Do you notice so 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 then you're saying that you get people that that have other financial advisors that come and they listen to your presentation, but if they're not getting that service, John, if they're not getting that, don't they make the switch though? I mean, it, uh, what what you're telling them is. Is how you what you should expect, basically. No, I mean, you know, I've been doing this now. It's going to be nineteen years, and I've been I've probably done a hundred uh, workshops, and you just kind of know what you're going into. You know, the public's a weird a weird animal. Um, every once in a while, you'll get all say ten or twelve people that are interested to actually go with you, and sometimes you get one out of twelve that. Uh, all of them were interested, but they went you know, eleven out of twelve when and took your advice to their own personal people. Well, you gotta, you gotta remember human nature is people hate change. Okay, so and to be honest, I'm a very loyal guy. I, I got, I've been going to the same barber, the same dentist, same everything since I was a kid. I just and, and until there's reason to change, and I just chalk it up as like I said, the cost of doing business. If you get your feelings hurt doing that you're definitely you don't belong in the financial services business because <laughs> you're going to be in pain every day so i just go with a target goal of 35 percent return on investment as far as um, you know people that come sometimes it's higher than that sometimes it's slightly lower but if you as a financial advisor like myself look at it like hey you're helping the public you're helping people and if you got to pay for a thousand or two dollars a thousand or two thousand dollars worth of food and drinks get that done so be it you know i'm a, I'm a big guy into activity brings you know brings results if i don't get them this time i'll get somebody next time it's all about the education for me and i i'm a i'm a blessed guy you know we make really good money so i'm i'm, a, I'm all good but don't be surprised that's just the way it goes with what's puzzling more puzzling than me are the plate lickers the people that they make they make it their job in life to find a financial advisor or insurance guy doing a seminar that's going to have a free meal or free appetizers and sit for two hours of their life with no intentions of every, ever doing any business with anybody just to get a free meal or a free appetizer. And that to me, to, to me, like, my time is worth a lot more money than that, but 
<clears throat> that's just the way it goes. It's a finicky audience. It's a finicky finicky business. You know, estate planning attorneys go through the same rigmarole, which is kind of what we signed up for. But it's always turned out to be a positive for us every single time. Every single time I've had a workshop. I've always got clients from it, and I've always got a lot of business from it. And more importantly, we've got to help some folks, and, and that's what it's all about. Right, but I mean, on these workshops that you're having, there, uh, you don't have to pay to go to them. But I want to use the term they're sold out, if you will, because they're fully attended, and uh, some of them are, uh, some of them are what your clients looking to expand in, you know, as they got older to cover their assets. But some of them are there to say, okay, maybe I don't have a financial guy. Maybe I need to start thinking about this stuff. I got to believe there's a lot of people like that too. Well, there's a mixture. A lot of the people that are coming, like I said, they already have a person, but that person's either getting of age or, you know, they don't do what I do or they don't have the comprehensive knowledge. Or, frankly, they haven't heard from the guy for eight years. And, you know, they hear me on the radio offering some free advice, and they say, hey, give this guy a shot. Um, And like you said, there's folks that have just had 401Ks all their life, and they've never had a financial advisor, and... It's a good time to meet publicly instead of a one-on-one obligation. So they'll come. It's it's a it's really a variety of folks you wouldn't believe that come. It really is, and it's surprising even to me to this day. Even after so many of these things, year after year, you get all kind of walks of life that come through the door, and that's just the way it goes. And and uh, I, I have to tell you the truth: people think I'm crazy, including my staff. I, I really enjoy it. I really do. I like teaching. I like educating. And I like helping people. Right, and ultimately that is, a, that, that is always a goal at these particular seminars. But, you know, I, I, I take it one step further. I mean, and, and I know you don't. Uh, one other question. Can you go a lot further and be more specific when you're in person? I know there's so many restrictions what you can do on radio and TV. Is it easier when it's, when it's a group get-together, John? A little bit, a little bit. But you got to remember, I, I still have that same, the same parameters. I mean, I can take it to a little bit of a personalization, whereas, you know, on the radio I have to be extremely vague. Um, but it, really the goal is to get somebody a free consultation at our conference room or my, my desk because we can see what they have, we can see what their personal information is, and then I can apply, you know, some assumptions and our principles to what they have because, honestly, everybody's, I mean this sincerely, everybody's financial plan is like their fingerprint. It is dynamically different. You would think that everybody in the age of 60 should have this and everybody in the age of 50 this or 80-year-olds this. You wouldn't believe how different it is. And and you you could actually make a movie on it. You just can't believe some people cross these bridges. Um, but to answer your question directly, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit more personalized uh, because I do have a human audience in front of me versus the radio. But it's not that much different. What, what we do is we cover four topics uh, that we go over in very much detail. But, for instance, one of the uh, giving an example, uh, one of the one of the nuances is of uh, of talking about that Medicaid spend down plan, how to avoid it, is everybody wants their own personal presentation there, meaning that they want to know what's it going to roughly cost me to get one of these things at the age of sixty two. And I say. Well, in this audience, we have a 35-year-old, 38-year-old, 47-year-old, couple 80-year-olds. It wouldn't be fair to you guys, to me, go over individual ages because we would be here till 11 o'clock at night. But here's what we can do for you. Just so you don't think I'm trying to trap you in my office or get an appointment, call me. I'll run a free illustration. I'll run a free quote for you. Call us. I'll email it to you. And if you take it to somebody else, so be it. 
I know what I signed up for. If you take it to us, we're going to do a you know, kick-ass job for you. That's just the way it's going to be. So um, it's not as personalized as I want it to be, but it's, it's, out, it's to protect the audience from assuming something and me obviously trying to sell them something that doesn't apply to them. Right. Okay. So, but it and but but in essence, you, uh, folks, you wouldn't believe the restrictions that are on financial guys when they're on radio and television, uh, and some of those things still apply on those group group, group get-togethers. Obviously, though, uh, if I understand you correctly, one-on-one, you can get into specifics and recommendations and individual stock picks and everything like that. Is that accurate? That is. And if you have time, I can tell you the reason why. So uh, I would love to hear it. No, I, I would so, love to hear it because, you know, I, I really thought, you know, all of the nonsense that we have to put up with on, on radio and TV with the restrictions on that kind of stuff would not be the case at an, at a 30 people seminar, if you will, educational workshop where you could say, I like this stock. I don't like this. Here's some thoughts, my thoughts where people can really get a, a, a way to get to know you. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, you know what I would love to do was I would love to have one quarter of our show. Us, you and I together just talk about individual stocks and ideas that I have and, and why I think this is great or this is bad, but I can't because how FINRA, the people that regulate us from the private industry side, and the SEC, who people regulate me as a fiduciary, how they look at it is you have all these people listening right now, especially with iHeart being on online. You Someone in you know, San Diego could be 79 years old with not a – a, you know, a pot to piss in or a bucket to throw it out of, and uh, or a window to throw it out of, and here I am recommending a, a you know a high risk investment. Even to us, that sounds bizarre. Why would you invest money in something that uh, you know that the that this financial advisor said on the radio doesn't even know you? But the SEC and FINRA especially look at it from a different angle. They look at it like you can't be rec- you cannot be recommending anything because you don't know the audience's suitability. You don't know their financial objective. You don't know anything about them, so how can you recommend a certain security over the year? That's how they look at it. Now, how that applies to the uh, the workshops is the same exact format. Here I got 30 people uh, that are here to be, you know, two hours apiece where I can't really fundamentally individually get to know them. I can get to know them for five minutes, but how can I recommend something that could easily destroy their financial plan without knowing anything about them or really help them. You can't. So so FINRA and the SEC are very, very strict on the fact that you can't recommend anything to a vague audience, whether it's workshop, TV, or radio, or magazine, or print of any kind, because the wrong person get their hands on it, and if they take your advice as literal, you're actually liable. And there's a guy that I could tell you a story real quick that's going to blow your mind, and this a really true story, I promise you. Guy was recommending just at a party of a friend. So he invited his financial advisor to this party, and this friend who wasn't invested with the guy, he was just asking about stock recommendations. This guy was talking over, you know, cheese and wines as vaguely, I, I think this is a good idea, I think this is a good idea, etc. So the guy... Uh, on his own, again, on his own, went and invested his money in these ideas. The ideas sucked. They lost money. He actually went back and sued that financial advisor in federal arbitration. That financial advisor actually got fined because he was getting he was giving advice which was considered unsuitable to a guy he didn't rec- that he didn't even know. As crazy as that sounds, those rules apply, and it is crazy. But that's the rules we live by. That's how unbelievable regulated, unbelievably regulated our industry is. And a lot of people don't know that. They think it's the opposite. They think it's the wild, wild west. It's just the opposite. 
You know, send a Christmas card, a thank you card, a birthday card, a hey, thanks for listening to the program card. It all it always goes through our legal department and has a couple senses on it, but I got to get the stamp of approval, and then it goes to whoever client prospect that we send it to. And you would just think a, a normal just thank you card doesn't need that. So that's how regulated our industry is, and that's how crazy it can get. So that's the reasoning behind it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is bizarre to say the least, folks. I mean, and I've watched as many of these rules have come about over the years, and some of them, John, are just ridiculous. In my opinion, uh, uh, where we are with some of them, but uh, but they are here. John Arnold's our guest on Monday night, six o'clock. A quick uh, update: stock market. What's going on there? You still bullish? What are your thoughts? Extremely bullish. This this market is about to turn into it's it's months away into the longest bull market ever in the history of the stock market. <clears throat> One, that should scare you, but also, two, it should put a smile on your face because, you know, I'm proud to say this year is truly why all the naysayers for the past five or six years, all the market's going to fall apart, Armageddon's coming. I've been bullish all the way, and I've been telling folks the reason why I'm bullish is you know, earnings per share, uh, income and statements, balance, balance sheets, uh, unemployment going down, all the things that fundamentally make our economy go up. Combine that with interest rates being low is a perfect recipe for success. Now, could I have guaranteed that? No, but I've been right. So we are bullish. We're extremely bullish still. Until I think a catastrophic event happens, which will be probably pension plan blow up, bond market blow up, major terrorist attack, one of those three things hit, uh, you're probably going to stay bullish. And that, the bullish doesn't always mean 18 20%, 40% returns. Sometimes bullish just means 4 to 6% returns, which is a hell of a lot better than a CD. So that's when, when I say bullish, I'm thinking positive returns. Can I guarantee it? You can see that? No, absolutely not. I can't, and I never will. But right now the fundamentals line up to bullish. Will we probably see a pullback? Absolutely. Is a pullback healthy? Absolutely. Does John Arnold want to pull back? Absolutely, from a greed perspective. Hell, if I can get into Amazon some more shares at 1500 versus 1800 I'm in, and, and, and some other things that I, that I that I you know unfortunately uh, the higher it goes when we get new clients we have to put them in higher, so it's healthy uh, pullbacks is, and what, that's what we've been listen, witnessing, um, but overall bull market I think keyword think, and I think uh, if you're in a CD making one percent you're slightly crazy to not uh, and, and you can afford some risks right now is a good time still as high as it is. All right, so now John Arnold's with us, uh, usually from 6 to 7. Indians pregame is coming up. If you want to get a hold of John off the air, and uh, first of all, do you have any openings still at the seminar that's coming up, John, yes or no? <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're two weeks away. We have 13 people registered already, which means we have 17 spots left. So uh, they seem to fill up at 2 to 5 a day. So if you're interested, free presentation, no pressure, good food, good, good information, give us a call at 330 965 Nine eight nine zero again three three zero nine six five nine eight nine zero and if uh, obviously if you want a free one on one with us, hey, give us the same call. We'll get you in. No pressure. No no monkey business. Give you a free diagnosis and hopefully you pick us. If not, thanks for the opportunity. That's how we look at it. All right, thank you, John. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Sure. Have a safe ride home. Bye bye.